Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today's Wonder Chapter is Deuteronomy Chapter 23. It's another short Wonder Chapter, but as usual, I start with a word of prayer. Oh my love, God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day, I want to thank you for the gift of life, I want to thank you for the gift of provision, I want to thank you for always being there for us, Father. Where we have gone wrong in our actions, in our thoughts, in our words, in what we have done and what we have failed to do. Father, we ask for your forgiveness. We ask for your pardon. That may you continue blessing us. That may you forgive us. And that may you always direct us. Father, we pray that may all our plans aligned with your plans. For the glorification of your name, we all this believing and trusting in your mighty name. And that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. Exclusion from the assembly. No one who has been emasculated by crushing or cutting may enter the assembly of the Lord. No one born of a forbidden marriage, nor anyone of the descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord, not even in the tenth generation. No Ammonite or Moabite or any of the descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord, not even in the tenth generation. For they did not come to meet you with bread and water on your way, when you came out of Egypt, and they hired Balaam, son of Bor, from Pathro in Aram, Naharium, to pronounce a curse on you. However, the Lord your God would listen to Balaam, but turned the curse into a blessing for you, because the Lord your God loves you. Do not seek a treat your friendship with them as long as you live. Do not despair and Adomite, for the Adomites are related to you. Do not despise an Egyptian because you resided as foreigners in that country. The third generation of children born to them may enter the assembly of the Lord. When you are encamped against your enemies, keep away from everything impure. If one of your men is unclean because of nocturnal emission, he is to go outside the camp and stay there. But as evening approaches, he is to wash himself, and at sunset he may return to the camp. Designate a place outside the camp where you can come to leave yourself. As part of your equipment, have something to dig with, and when you leave yourself, dig a hole and cover up your excrement. For the Lord your God moves about in the camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies to you. Your camp must be holy so that he will not see among you anything indecent and turn away from you. If a slave has taken refuge with you, do not hand them over to their master. Let them live with you whenever they like and in whatever town they choose. Do not oppress them. No Israelite man or woman is to become a shrine prostitute. She must not bring the earrings of female prostitutes or of a male prostitute into the house of the Lord your God to pay any vow, because the Lord your God detests both of them. Do not charge a fellow Israelite any interest, whether on money or food or on anything that they may earn interest. You may charge a foreigner interest, but not a fellow Israelite, so that the Lord your God may bless you in everything that you put your hand to in the land you are entering to possess. 
if you make a vow to the Lord your God, do not be slow to pay it, for the Lord your God will certainly demand it of you, and you will be guilty of sin. But if you restrain from making a vow, you will not be guilty. Whenever your lips utter, you must be sure to do, because you made your vow freely to the Lord your God with your own mouth. If you enter your neighbor's vineyard, you may eat all the grapes you want, but do not put any in your basket. If you enter your neighbor's grain field, you may pick kernels with your hands, but you must not put a sickle to their standing grains. And this is our wonder chapter for today. What message do we get? from today's wonder chapter well from verses one to four we see that the bible is emphasizing purity when going to meet the lord it emphasizes that where we meet the lord has to be clean white as snow and as christians our bodies are temples of the Lord and the Lord resides within us. Therefore, we should make sure that our hearts are pure, that our hearts are as white as snow. We should get rid of all those evil thoughts. We should get rid of them. All those dirty thoughts that we have, all the heavy hearts we should let lessen our burden all the people that you have failed to forgive and you have kept them in heart forgive them lessen your burden where you have gone wrong get on your knees and ask for forgiveness because he says he washes our robes as white as snow and therefore you end up being pure and ready to receive the Lord. Do not accept the Lord to come in at that deep place. No. Organize yourself to receive the Lord. Verse 5. However, the Lord your God will not listen to Balaam, but turn the curse into a blessing for you, because the Lord your God loves you turned the curse into a blessing why because he loves you so whatever you are going through whatever feeling that you have remember that the lord your god loves you and he's willing to fight for you that no matter what anyone tries to do, no matter what cast they try to put on you, he will stand for you. He will convert those curses into blessings because he loves you. It's okay if human beings don't love you. You may be going through some tough times. You may feel like you are, oh my God, I'm all alone, you know. But today the Bible reassures us that you are not alone. That just because you cannot see him doesn't mean he's not there. Doesn't mean you are not loved. You are loved. And you are dear to the Lord. 
verse 7. Do not despise an Adamite, for the Adamites are related to you. Do not despise an Egyptian, because you resided as foreigners in their country. Do not despise people. You see, as Christians, sometimes we tend to despise some people because of A, B, C. But today, the Lord is asking us that we should not despise people. And he gives an example of the Edomites. And he also gives an example of the Egyptians. And you look, these people who treated the Israelites so badly, but the Lord is saying, do not despise them. So whether who or whom, whatever that person has done to you, never despise them. And if you move on to verse 14, verse 14 says, For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies for you. Your camp must be holy so that he will not see among you anything indecent and turn away from you. Let me read that again. For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver you from your enemies. Your camp must be holy so that he will not see among you anything indecent and turn away from you. The Lord moves about in your camp to deliver you, to protect you. Sleep, rest assured. Be rest assured that there is someone who protects you, that there is someone who listens to you, that there is someone to guide you. Do not fear. Do not fear one bit. And not only does he protect you, but he also delivers your enemies to you. He brings them to your foot. Verse 16. Let them live among you wherever they like, in whatever town they choose. Do not oppress them. We're talking about slaves. Do not oppress people. Maybe because of your position in authority, maybe because of your financial strength. In whatever way, do not do not oppress people. Don't take a advantage of the disadvantage do not instead what is verse 19 telling us to do do not charge a fellow israelite interest whether on money or food or on anything that may an interest be compassionate sometimes people will come to us seeking help because they are so down because they did not have any other option because they did not have where to go but the Lord your God is telling us that instead of charging profits, interests on them, instead of levying burdens on them, help them. And I want us to go to something that we often do. Verse 21, if you make a vow to the Lord your God, do not be slow to pay it, for the Lord your God will certainly demand it of you, and you will be guilty of sin. So many times we say, God, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, 
If you do ABC, I will never do this and this again. But it's like the moment we say, that's like when you forget about everything, you know? Sometimes when he brings us, that's when we forget about everything. But the Bible is telling us that you must keep it. Do not be slow to pay it, verse 21. Because it's you who have said it. 23. Whatever your lips utter, you must be sure to do because you made your vow freely to the Lord with your own mouth. You didn't use anyone's mouth. No one forced you to do it. You did it. So keep it up. Keep that vow. Get some time. Read Deuteronomy chapter 23. What do you understand? What message do you get? Write to us daily grace with Alan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at daily grace with Alan. Really love to hear from you. Remember the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almost life going to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for today's wonderful message. Father, so many times we have made vows and promises by our own mouth that we have even lost track, that we have lost count of the number that we have made. But today, Father, may you remind us and may you be slow to us. Father, you are patient God. Give us the strength to complete and the endurance to go through and make sure that every vow that we make to you we fulfill. We pull this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.